Hello and welcome to the Making Mommy Move show where we help other moms to feel empowered to create a business while raising their kids. I am your host, Alyssa Morton, author of Welcome to the Room Mama. As a mom of two kids under two years old, I built five businesses before I was 26. On this show, we like to bring you a variety of moms in different phases and stages to share their stories, heart-learned lessons, and shed light into how they built their own successful businesses while raising their families. Tune in every week as we spotlight a new empowering mompreneur to help you on your journey of mompreneurship and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform so you never miss an episode. Let's get into it. Podcasts are my favorite way to absorb content as a mompreneur, especially when commuting to a work conference, meeting, or event. I know you love podcasts as much as I do, so that's why I created Fire Fridays. Similar to a book club, every week I email you a podcast episode that I recently listened to that sparked inspiration, a new idea, or a question to consider for my growth and development as a mompreneur. And I want to share it with you. So get on the fire list at listmorton.com slash fire. That's L-Y-S-S-M-O-R-T-O-N dot com slash fire, F-I-R-E. Welcome back to another episode of the Making Mommy Move show. You know, we love to have amazing mompreneurs on our show to interview and share their tips and strategies and just their well-earned knowledge with you as you're building your business. So on today's episode, we have the pleasure of interviewing Deidre Brannick. She has many roles and wears many hats. Some of them include wife, mother, military spouse, social worker, entrepreneur, and podcast host. She's an undergraduate of George Mason University, where she studied psychology and went on to get her master's of social work from Virginia Commonwealth University. Her work and research is heavily based upon supporting minority children who live in vulnerable populations and helping to eliminate the stigma of mental health and therapy. She also hopes to work to eliminate systemic racism that affect many children within the school system and their education. She's dedicated over six years to serving and supporting children and women pertaining to mental disorders and mental health education, and she's currently a stay-at-home mother and beginning her social work journey very soon. Currently, Deidre is the podcast host of Moms Off the Clock, where she uses her expertise to encourage and educate mothers on boundaries and the need for community, which she calls the Unity Community. She created Moms Off the Clock for mothers who need a break to just talk, laugh, feel encouraged, and to examine what we are collectively facing as mothers, society standards, and exhaustion. On today's episode, Deidre and I talk all about the societal standards and expectations as a mom, especially when you're building a business. So let's get into this episode. Welcome to the Making Mommy Move show, Deidre. I'm excited to connect with you again. Yes, I'm so glad to be back. It was such a good time the last time. Uh, this is going to be a good conversation. I was yes. just listening to some of your podcast episodes on the Moms Off the Clock Club, and yes. I'm excited to dive into some of these topics because you Thank talk you. all about moms and mom life and yes. guilt and needing a village and a lot of the same things like we talk about here. So I'm excited yes. to unpack some of the stuff. Yes, me too. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> So one of the episodes you were talking about was not to compare your mom journey. And this is a really important one. And it's something I struggle with even still. And it's a tough one to overcome, especially with social media and everything. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious, like, are you still struggling with this? Because this was an older episode. And what are you doing to try and combat it? So on Moms Off the Clock podcast, I discussed the comparison journey because I, in that moment, that's what I was doing. 
right? And I'd be lying to say that I don't still struggle with that at moments. Sometimes you see like a mom who has it all together, what we think, right? Mm -hmm. And then we're just like, man, I got to get my stuff together so I can be that mom. And over time, I have just gotten this mindset to think like my journey is okay too, right? I'm the best mommy for my baby. And what I do is still great, even if you put it up against any other mom, right? Just because it doesn't look like that for other moms or for for me myself, right? That doesn't mean that I'm doing something wrong. It Mm -hmm. just means that we have a different parenting style. And I enjoy how I parent. And I think that was something I just had to get out of because I was really beating myself up. You know, before we know it, we're just like, we've started comparing our, uh, ourselves and then we start comparing our children, right? Mm-hmm. Well, my child isn't keeping up with it. She she didn't do this. Like, well, maybe I'm not doing the best as a parent. And I think we just have to take a step back, right? And just relax and think, I'm doing the best I can. And I'm giving the best I can. And my child is okay. They are safe. They're loved. And this is my journey. So yeah, I still have to encourage myself, right? I still have to find that motivation. But I think I'm in a better place now. (laughs) A much better place. Yes. And when you're in this comparison journey, it can bring up a lot of guilt too. Because you're feeling like you're being pulled in different directions. And you're feeling guilty that you're not providing enough because you see that somebody else is providing these things for their child or they're able to balance the work and the life in a, a appearingly like perfect way. And it's never what it seems like. It amazes me. Like everything that you're seeing on social media, whether it's on Instagram or TikTok, Facebook, Facebook's like the worst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all fake. It's, yes. it's really all fake. All of it. All of it. It's like you're comparing your life to a highlight of Mm -hmm. someone who just cleaned their house. And so my podcast is the Moms Off The Clock podcast, but I have, my Instagram is the MOTC Club. So there on Instagram is where I talk and I have like the me to you, mom to mom moments. And one of them, I remember someone DM'd me and they were just like, you have this this corner of your house that looks so nice and you look so put together. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to dismantle that that belief. So I made a me to you, mom to mom moment, right? One of my reels. And I said, I'm going to step out of the camera and angle my camera a little differently so you can see something. And as I got out of the seat, you can see a pile of laundry on the floor, (laughs) you know? And I think that if we could just turn the camera just a little bit into someone's house, you will see, oh yeah, the living room looks great, right? But yeah, the baby's room is all like jacked up because you have the playroom, you know, all this (laughs) stuff is happening. And so, you know, seeing that on Instagram doesn't help us, right? No, it doesn't. It's not. And I love the moms, though, that keep it real. Mm -hmm. I love that you are providing a space where we can talk about everything is not going to be perfect. Right. I'm not going to be the perfect mom. And my house is it's surely not going to be the best on the block or on Instagram. So I have to say, you know, sometimes it's good to just step back from social media too a little bit and have a more of a reality that it's not going to be perfect. It can motivate you to get your house clean. But don't live in that that uh, Instagram dream. You know? yes. Yeah, I swear, if I turned my computer to the right, like five feet, you'd see at least six piles of laundry that need to be folded, clothes yeah. on the floor. Like if I brought yeah. you downstairs, it looks like a tornado hit our house. Like, yes. and I we get were it. Actually, my husband and I, we were in Walmart yesterday. And we were getting some groceries, and I'm like looking at everything with Valentine's Day and I'm thinking about like the school parties and all of these things coming up because you know there's some moms that go over the top and they're like creating these unique like cricket you know kind of like Valentine's for their kids classroom and 
the Pinterest style like snacks to bring in for the party. And I'm walking down the aisle. I said to my husband, I'm like, I am not the mom that I really thought I was going to be. Yeah. You know, I'm so glad you said that. Like when I was dreaming about being a mom, you know, it's easy to like think about these things. Like you were the perfect mom until you had kids, you know, like you're, you're know that you're going to have like the beautifully wrapped Christmas presents and everything's going to be shopped for like a month in advance. Like mm-hmm. you're going to have the perfect like laundry kind of set up with all the unique like container <laughs> store kind of, <laughs> you know, set up and mm-hmm. it's all going to be picture perfect and your kids mm-hmm. are going to behave and you're going to just like mm-hmm. play together and read books. And then, you know, you have the kid and mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. nothing like that. They're fighting. Like you're lucky <laughs> if you can like not wash the same pile of laundry seven times right. <laughs> every week. That is so real. That is so real. So real. <laughs> and oh then like God. the kid party comes up for school and you're lucky if you remembered to bring him a snack <laughs> or like mm-hmm. dress them in the appropriate clothes. Like today was Super Bowl day and I had no idea <laughs> until... <laughs> I got a text at eight o'clock this morning and they were dropped off at seven 30. So they weren't wearing it. No, that is so true. I'm so glad that you said that because I was that mom too. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I had the nursery all designed and I got everything together. It looks, I, I had a muted safari for my daughter's nursery and it was so beautiful. And I got these little sections for the drawers, you know, and I folded everything up, you know, that little threefold uh, method. I can't think of who thought about it, but it was on YouTube yes. and it shows you how to fold the baby's clothes. And so it looks so nice and neat. <laughs> if you go in there right now, <laughs> that drawer looks nothing like that, <laughs> you know, and I have this delusion, you know, <laughs> like, yes. delusional thinking that everything was going to be you know, perfect. I was going to, you know, shop and I was going to be the mom with the labeled bottles and for daycare. And I was going to do all these things. And it was just like, no, I was surviving that first year, Mm -hmm. you know, just trying to make sure that I was taking care of my mental health and then trying to take care of a baby, you know, and yeah, I, I, we have to, it's like, we don't want to dismantle that for new moms because they're excited. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's also that's, Instead of saying like, it's not going to look like that a year from now, instead of saying that to ruin that mother's perspective or uh, what she is dreaming her life is going to be like, it's more so like, don't beat yourself up if it Mm -hmm. doesn't look like that four months from now, six months from now, or a year from now, you know, but do what you want to do, you know, decorate the nursery. But it's also like, you, because I just feel like we can give that encouragement or that direction to a new mom, right? Without making them feel bad for wanting to be a good mom. Because if somebody would have told us that when we were, (laughs) you know, decorating and and doing all these things, we'd be like, why are they trying to tell us this? You know, like we're, we're going to be these good, I'm going to be a great mom. I'm going to do this and I'm not going to let anyone disrupt what I want to do, but it would have been good to, or really nice to hear from another mom that, hey, it's okay if it doesn't look like that every month. That would have made me feel better, you know, than to think I failed this delusional perspective of my life, you know? And there are some moms who do it every month and I'm kudos to them, right? But I'm not one of those moms. We're not one of those moms. I'm not. <laughs> We're really trying. It's, it really, like, give yourself grace because- yeah. There's so much that's going to be happening, like, especially Mm -hmm. if you're trying to pursue other things, like, Mm -hmm. like on the ground level, you're trying to survive. And then you have this, like, I want to say like the, like you said, the highlight reel of like, it's going on in the background and you're like beating yourself up. I remember Mm -hmm. like this past Christmas, I was feeling all of this because 
my husband and I are really trying to work on our finances. So we're really Mm -hmm. trying to like dial in, pay off all our debt and build some assets for our family. Yes. So we bought them like four things, maybe each, like Mm -hmm. an outfit, a book and like a stocking of like socks Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And we were like, you know what? Like grandparents are going to go crazy. Like we don't need to be focusing on this. So we didn't. And then like we put everything out under the tree New Year's Eve or New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve. (laughs) And I was so like beside myself. I'm like, man, like we're such like bad parents. Like we didn't go and buy them all of these things. And we had to like take a step back and think. And we're like, wait a minute. Like our kids are one and two. Yep. They're not going to know the difference. (laughs) They're going to be so excited with the box that this came in that they're going to play with it for a month. Yes. And they're not going to know the difference between somebody that got a bike or somebody that got an iPad or something else. So relax. That's so true. And I'm glad that you showed yourself grace in that moment, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's easy to look, it's easy to look at what we don't do for our children than what we do Mm -hmm. for our children. Right. And what do you do? You know, which is more essential than one day of the year. You sharing those memories, building those memories, reading together, taking those walks together, going to aquariums, all those things. That's the memories are what they remember. The toys, they they expire, you know. And to be very honest with you, as you were talking about only buying four gifts for each of your children, that's that's a lot for a one and two year old. Right. Because for my baby, we mostly she loves like the remotes. So we we were just like, okay, let's get one where she, like that it sings to her and all this stuff. And she loved it. And then she got um, a little phone, you know? So it was one of those little things. They love it. They're not going to remember what mommy didn't do or how many gifts you mm-hmm. bought because for one, they're so little, right? So <laughs> they're just true. looking at what they can chew on, you know, <laughs> or swing or or throw. But it's, it's the memories. They're going to remember what was mom like? Did mom spend time with us? Did she make this a, a fun night? Did we make cookies? You know, like making traditions is what matters more than the material things because they will expire and your baby will want, your child will grow and they'll want more things that it, it doesn't matter. So not, not like it doesn't matter, but it's just like, don't beat yourself up for the material things, but it's so easy to do that. And that's, that's so valid to feel like that because I thought the same, I told my husband, I was like, is this enough? You know, yeah. <laughs> I've never done this before. So is this enough for a one-year-old, you know? So I will just say, yes, you did a really good job with the four gifts. So please, I'm glad that you showed yourself grace and I'm glad that you had the realization about that too. Yeah. We could like mic drop like end the podcast right here because that was so powerful. Thank you for sharing that because it really is like your presence is the present because that's all they're going to remember. Yes. Even like my husband and I talk about this, like about our childhood and like looking back on our parents and he remembers like being you know, 10 years old and looking at the couch and both of his parents were sitting on opposite sides of the couch on their iPads. And that's what he remembers. He's like, Mm. it's interesting, like to look back on it. Like, I don't know if you look back on your childhood too and see those things, but like, I have the same kind of like experiences. Like, I don't Mm. look back and remember like my parents like getting on the floor with me. Like, I remember them working all the time. Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so And, you know, that's, I remember my father, he worked a lot. Mm -hmm. My mom was, and I think I kind of want to mimic what she was like for my daughter, because I remember I wanted this Barbie playhouse 
And it was, mm-hmm. when I tell you, it wasn't even a Barbie playhouse. It was like a Barbie mall. And it took so much to assemble it to the point where I was a kid. And I was like, I don't even want to play with it anymore because I didn't know that it was going to come in pieces that you had to put together. No. I thought it was just going to come out of this box and it's already going to be together. <laughs> and I remember waking up on Christmas and my mom assembled the entire mall. And um, I just came into the living room like, what? You know, like she spent all night doing it while I went to sleep. And just her being there and showing up for me or having the, like my mom was that mom, you know, like she was that mom that I aspire to be that I'm like, I don't think I'm that mom. Never gonna like yeah, reach that yeah, level. Yeah, like, she was yeah. the snack mom, the soccer mom, you know, all that. And so I think I might not be as as perfect in my mind as she was, right, with that. But she instilled something in me to be more present for my daughter and to share those moments. Like now, um, my husband and I, we got married. One thing we do every Christmas Eve is we make sugar cookies, right? Or we change it up and we're like, okay, chocolate chip cookies, you know. But sugar cookies was our tradition when we were married. And then when uh, my daughter came along, we were like, we still want to do that, you know. So then when she grows up, she can get in there and, you know, make the little cookies and put them on the sheets and stuff. And that's something that we want to provide for our kids. You know, like it's not always about, yes, it's fun to open the gifts. I'm not going to lie. I love that part, right? (laughs) But (laughs) like you said, the memories that you didn't have, put those towards your child now so that they don't see their, their parent just consumed and engulfed in a phone, right? They see them hey, let's open this together. Let's play with this together and have a good time. And that is how they become an overall wonderful person, how you pour into them for these little moments. But yeah, you, you're not the only person that I heard that say say that. Like other people are like, their parents were busy, right? Or mm-hmm. some parents were just not, they like opened the gift and then they went on about their day. And I'm just like, oh man, I, I don't want to be like that. You know, I want to be that parent that's, I want to get on the floor and play. I want to feel like a big kid, you know? Yes. <laughs> and seeing their excitement too. So yeah, I'm glad that you're doing that. You and your husband. I'm glad that, about that. That's awesome. I think that this like really brings it full circle to like not compare your journey to anybody else's because you don't know what anybody else's situation looks like, like financially, like in their relationship, as far as mm-hmm. like if they're a single parent or if they have a husband, but it's like you're a single parent or yeah. vice versa, like if you're a single dad and you can't compare anybody else's situation because somebody that has the financial resources and can hire a nanny and all of these things, like mm-hmm. obviously they're going to have a perfectly clean house and a fresh meal on their dinner table every single day whereas if you're a working mom and you literally have been going non-stop from five o'clock this morning you got the kids up you got them ready for school you dropped them off you went to work Mm -hmm. you came home Mm-hmm. And all you can do is just pick up dinner on your way home. Like give yourself grace for that because you're doing yeah. the best you can. Absolutely. I always tell people a mom's job is not 24 seven it's 25, eight mm-hmm. because we are literally on the clock all the time. I think that's why I made the moms off the clock podcast because I was like, you know, I'm just going to get at least 15 minutes to talk to some other moms. And it's so funny because I always say, um, let's take this break because mom breaks are not that long, <laughs> you know? And that is so true. It, they aren't that long, right? It's it's literally, we are the backbone of the family, to be honest with you. We are making things happen. And like you said, there are, you know, people who have nannies and not to compare our journeys because even those, and, and I'll say this with the comparing your journey part, even with the people who have nannies, right? You look at them and you're like, wow, they're so blessed to have a nanny. Like I would love to have a nanny, but the children are lacking the emotional bond with their parent because they're not there, right? They're Mm -hmm. working constantly. And so 
let's not compare that because we could say they're probably living the high life, the rich, wonderful family with the nanny when overall they're rich, but they're lacking emotional support. Right. And then you have mm-hmm. families who have the emotional support and they're lacking financial benefits of things. So we really never know, but it's good to show kindness and grace to anyone we meet. Right. And to understand people's journeys and not to ridicule other moms for their decisions because we don't know. We literally don't know. And so I love that you talked about the comparison because that is something that a lot of moms are stressing about, especially comparison and then the mom guilt associated with that as well. Right. It's like, well, I'm not doing the best that I can with my kid or I'm always working and I don't have any time with. But you if you're a single mom, that's what you have to do sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I always talk about like the Moms Off the Clock podcast. We're just trying to build a village of support, you know, a community. I call it the unity community. Right. We're trying to build a community where we are working together to tell other moms like you're seen and you're heard right? What you're going through, I cannot judge you and I will never judge you because I don't know your story. And I just, I'm just glad that you talk about that and continue to have those conversations with other moms about how can we help other moms? What can we do to support other moms so that they don't have that comparison hanging over their head that ultimately turns into mom guilt? Mm -hmm. It's a lot. That's it's, it stems into so much. Yeah. It stems into like so much. <laughs> it's literally it really does about it yeah it just snowballs it really does especially like when you just try to like take part in whatever is like fueling your soul whether that's entrepreneurship or mm-hmm. you know like just trying to take care of yourself with a massage or something like yes. everything you're it's just gonna snowball if, if you yeah. keep comparing yourself yes yes so I'm I'm so grateful that you talked about that it makes my my like inner mommy inner person happy because you know? like, it, it helps me know that we're not alone going mm-hmm. through that that moment of comparison so thank you for that I really appreciate thank you <laughs> thank you for coming on today because this has been such a fun conversation and I think yeah. everybody listening can relate to it especially if you have kids or you're pregnant or thinking about having kids like you might not experience this all yet but it's coming it's <laughs> and coming. you have right. a community of empowering women that are going to support you in the journey like just absolutely absolutely that makes me so happy (laughs) thank you Deidre so everybody go listen to the moms off the clock podcast because it's a fun room over there (laughs) thank you so much be sure to follow you on Instagram can you just repeat what your handle is again yes so my handle for uh, Instagram is t-h-e-m-o-t-c-c-l-u-b so the moms off the clock club awesome Thank you again for coming on today. Thank you. Building a business while raising your kids isn't for the faint of heart. And it's easier when you're guided along your journey from someone that's walked the walk before you and continues the journey along with you. By growing five successful businesses before I turned 26, earning six figures in my first year of business, and engrossing myself in the entrepreneurial journey with two kids under two, I learned many hard lessons in mindset, time management, productivity, mom guilt, and entrepreneurship. I lay it all on the table for you in my Amazon best-selling book, Welcome to the Room Mama. 